Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hello, sweet friend. I am excited to take some time to consider what does it mean to love God well? You probably remember that that is one of the four pillars that the Love Your People Well podcast is all about. We are here to love God, love ourselves, love our family, and love others. And to do all of that well, no matter how busy life is, no matter how frustrated we might feel, no matter how worn down we are, we want to have good, solid, healthy, strong relationships. And that's what this podcast is all about. And so we're actually starting a uh, kind of a mini series. Um, These next four weeks, we will be digging into these four pillars. And today we are starting with loving God well. And so I'm going to break each of these into two episodes. Today, we're going to look at what does it mean to love God well and why is that important for us? How does that help us and bless us as well as kind of lead out into blessing our people, our kind of uh, tangible people around us, the people in our home, the people we work with, the people we talk to. And then in the next episode, we will um, dig into some specifics about how. Um, If we know it's important to love God well, we want to do that. Um, In the next episode, we'll look at how to do that. What are some practical strategies um, pulling from God's word, from the Holy Bible? Um, That'll be our next episode. And I'll do the same thing through this little series as we look at um, next week, how to love ourselves well, and then our family and then others. But dive in with me today to the question of what. What does it mean to love God well? We want to turn to the pages of Scripture. There are three things that the Bible tells us um, that help me understand what it means to love God well. And in a few minutes, we will take a look at why. (laughs) Why does it matter? Why Why is it meaningful to love God well? But as far as the what, what does it mean to love God well? One of the biggest things that we see throughout both the Old and New Testament is that loving God well means we believe in him. And not just believing in God the Father, the Creator, but that we believe in his Son, Jesus Christ, who he sent to this earth to live perfectly and to be obedient even to the point of dying on the cross for us, and who was raised again, who was resurrected and is alive today in heaven, advocating for us, giving us his spirit so that we can have that relationship with God. And so a foundational what of what it means to love God well is that it means we believe in him. We believe what he says. We believe what he promises. And we believe what he has already done. And of course, then what is coming next based on his word and based on his promises. And there's you know, a pretty famous passage. You know, we think about Abraham, who we've all heard of Abraham in the Old Testament, kind of starting God's story with his people. And it was credited to Abraham as righteousness because he believed 
the promise of the Lord that he would have children and that they would actually grow into a nation as numerous as the stars in the sky. And at that time, he and his wife were infertile. And so the fact that he believed God and this promise was credited to him as righteousness. And we see this also um, in the New Testament in Hebrews chapter 11, which um, some people call kind of the, the hall of hall of faith, <laughs> all of these little snippets of um, kind of recapping the main characters, some of the main characters of the Old Testament, who have a one single thing in common, which is that they believed God, and therefore they were righteous. And some of them saw God work in mighty ways, and some of them didn't. But throughout all of it, they believed. And so if you want to love God well, the first thing is to believe, to place your trust in in him. That doesn't mean you're always going to see him move in the ways that you would hope or want. Um, That doesn't mean you're always going to understand everything that he says. There are plenty of passages in the Bible that um, are very confusing, particularly because our culture is so different than the time when the Holy Spirit was actually writing these words through the men and women of the Old Testament and the New Testament. But that doesn't mean you can't believe. We don't have to see everything we want to see. We don't have to understand everything we wish and hope to understand. We just have to believe God. But it's important that we remember that belief is not enough because Jesus says that even the demons believe in him and they shudder. They believe that Jesus is the son of God, but they are not saved. They are not in a good relationship with God. So that tells us clearly that it's, it's not enough to just believe that God is who he says he is. So the second thing that scripture tells us about what it means to love God well is to follow, to choose to be close to this God that we believe is real. And um, we see that particularly, I think, in how Jesus calls his disciples. Um, now, we don't know how he called, of course, every single person who he met with and spent time with, but we do know that the main thing he would say to people is, follow me. He did not sit down and have some deep theological discussion all the time, but what he did is he invited people to follow him. He was basically saying, come along on the journey with me. Be in relationship with me. Go where I am going. Listen to what I'm saying. I want to listen to what you're saying. I want to have a relationship with you. And this is one of those main places where when we think about the fact that, okay, even the demons believe and shudder, they didn't have relationship with Jesus. They actually were running away from that relationship with Jesus. They were saying, I want to be my own person. I mean, they're not people, but I want to be on my own. I want to be in control. And so they believed, but they were rejecting the relationship. We don't want to live that way. What it means to love God well is to believe he is who he says he is and to follow, to seek relationship with him. The third piece of what it means to love God well is to obey him. Um, And he says this throughout, particularly in the New Testament, but um, really throughout the whole Bible. He makes it very clear that if we love him, then we will obey him. He doesn't say if we love him, we will understand, but if we believe who he says he is, if we believe he is good, he is wise, if we believe that his plans are better than our plans, if we believe that his purposes are always for good, then we will obey. We don't obey because we always understand. We obey because 
we believe him and we have relationship with him. Um, and one of the, I think one of the scriptures, at least that I turn to often that help me understand this and see this more clearly is in John chapter 15, verse 10, where Jesus is talking to his disciples right before he's about to die. And he says, if you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my father's commands and I remain in his love. And we see this connection there that Jesus came and lived and obeyed every single thing that the father commanded of him. And we know that God commanded some very difficult things for Jesus to go through. And in fact, Jesus is saying this knowing he's about to walk into the most difficult thing that God was calling him to do that was a part of God's plan. We know from other pages in in the Gospels that Jesus was feeling a, a lot of emotion about this. He was praying to God, please take this cup from me, but not my will. I want your will to be done. And here he is telling his disciples, I have obeyed the Father, and therefore I am loving him. And so if you want to love me and have my love in you, you just need to follow my commands. And we don't live in a day and time that really embraces obedience. Um, That is not culturally like the cool thing. It doesn't mean we obey blindly and that we just do everything that someone tells us to do. But it does mean that we seek to be close to God, to understand him the best that we can, and we act in obedience out of our belief and our relationship with him. So those are the three pieces of what the Bible tells us it means to love God well. It means that we believe in who he is and who he opens himself up to be through the pages of scripture. We follow him. We seek relationship with him. And we are obedient to what he calls us to do, even when we don't totally understand it. So let's think about the why. Okay, we might know what it means to follow God, to believe in God, to obey God, to love God. But why? Why do we want to love God? Well, why is that important for us? And there's a few different things that scripture speaks to. And I think first and foremost, scripture tells us that one of the big reasons why we should love God is because he created us because we would not exist without him. And so every single thing that we love about life, about our people, about our experiences, we have to give thanks to God because he created us. He created all those other people that we care about and he gives us all good things. And because we can trust that he is good and we believe that about him, even when we go through trials and suffering and he's saying no to something that we want so desperately, We can still praise him and trust him because we know that somehow he's using all of that for good. Um, And we will certainly talk about that more in the future, how he uses suffering in our lives to actually bring about good and holy purposes. But one of the big things about why we love God well is because he created us. We wouldn't exist without him. The second why for uh, why we we want to love God well, is because he pursues us. He not only created us, but he has chosen us. And I hope you know the experience of someone choosing you, of someone pursuing you and desiring relationship. That is such a powerful, intimate, um, affirming experience. And God has chosen you. If you believe in Jesus, if you're a part of God's family, um, if you would call yourself a Christian, a Christ follower, or even if that's just something you're interested in and thinking about, 
we can trust that God is pursuing and has chosen those who have faith. And one of my favorite scriptures, it's actually from the Old Testament in Deuteronomy, which is probably a book you haven't read that many times in the Bible because it's not necessarily the most exciting or even easy to understand books of the Bible. But there's a chapter there, chapter 7 in Deuteronomy, that really, I think for me, is one of the best, uh, one of my favorite pictures of God pursuing us and choosing us. Now, of course, he's talking to the Israelite nation in Deuteronomy, but we see this same language being used throughout the New Testament. Um, I'm studying 1 Peter right now, and, and there's this section there, I think it's in chapter 2, where he's saying, you are a chosen people. You are a holy people. You are God's treasured possession. And so the same idea um, is applied to the church, to the people who give their lives to Jesus and join God's family, join the church with a big C, the church throughout history, not necessarily your local church down the street, but you've given your life to Jesus and joined his family. But back in Deuteronomy 7, um, I just love this, these two verses in chapter 7, starting in verse 6, where he's saying, for you are a, a people, you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his people, his treasured possession and the Lord did not set his affection on you and choose you because you were more numerous than all the other peoples. In fact, you were the fewest of all the peoples. But it was because the Lord loved you. And of course, it goes on from there with some other great and holy words. But I just love that reminder that God did not set his affection on us and choose us because we are so numerous or we are so great or we are so pure and holy and wonderful. He simply chose us because he loves us. And because he loves us, we want to love him well in return. So we have two reasons so far of why it's meaningful to love God well, because he created us and we owe everything we have to him. And because he pursues us, he chooses us, he loves us, and therefore it is meaningful to love him back, to have depth in that relationship. The third why of why it's meaningful to love God well is because we get so many good blessings from that relationship with him. The deeper our relationship is with God, the more intimacy we experience with him, the more peace and purpose and joyful abundance we have in this life. And again, there are plenty of scriptures that promise us this, but I'm going to pull out three from the Gospel of John, um, probably because I've been studying the Gospel of John. I just finished up a study in the Gospel of John. One of the great blessings that we get from a deep relationship with God is that we get to experience peace. And not just peace like on the surface where like, oh, everything is calm in the household. Nobody's fighting. The, the noise level is low. The house is clean. Not, not just that sort of peace. We get a deep soul level peace. Jesus tells us in uh, the Gospel of John, it's in chapter 16, verse 33, where he says, I've told you these things so that in me you will have peace. In this world you'll have trouble but take heart, I have overcome the world. And isn't that so true? I am totally confident that in your life, you have had some trouble. You have had trials, you have had suffering, you have been frustrated and hurt by some things of this world. But in Jesus, we have peace. 
And the closer we get to Jesus, the less those troubles and trials of the world impact us, the less that they challenge our thinking and the less that they weigh on our heart because Jesus becomes bigger and bigger and the world becomes smaller and smaller. And so we get peace when we have intimacy with the Lord. We also get purpose. We get to experience a life that is meaningful and satisfying and filled with purpose. Because if we're close with God and we're loving him well, we have that solid relationship with God, then we are living out his purposes for us. And again, if we look deep into the Gospel of John, there in chapter 15, verse 4, it tells us, Jesus tells us, that unless we remain in him, we remain connected to the vine. He's identifying himself as the vine and us as the branches. Unless we remain in him, close with him, we will not bear fruit in this life. We will not experience that purpose and that um, accomplishment. But if we remain in him, then we will naturally produce fruit. We will bear fruit. We will experience purpose and meaning in our life. And that is such a powerful experience. And then I'm going to hit on a third one. We get so many blessings from the Lord. But a third one that, again, is so clearly seen in the Gospel of John is that we get a full and joyful and abundant life when we love God well, when we have close intimacy with the Lord. We see this in John chapter 10, verse 10, where Jesus says, I came so that they may have life and have it to the full. He did not come just so that we could follow some list of commands better. And he did not just come so that we could get to heaven. Um, Sometimes that's what we boil it down to. Well, when I die, am I going to heaven or hell? Yes, we're going to get to go to heaven. We're going to get to spend eternity with him. But he did not just come for that. He came so that in this life, in this world that's full of trouble, we will have peace. We will experience purpose in what we do, what we accomplish, um, what he does through us. And we will have joyful abundance in our life. Now, I don't say all of that because if we follow God well, then everything is going to go smoothly for us. That is absolutely not what we see in the pages of Scripture. Uh, We actually see a lot of promises that we will be persecuted, that we will be rejected by the world, that people will not understand us, and they will think we are foolish, and they will question our decision to follow God. But that's what the world thinks. That's what people who are not following God think. But one of the greatest reasons of why it is meaningful for you in your life and me in my life to love God well. It's because he created us, he pursues us and chooses us, and he gives us these great blessings. He gives us peace and purpose and joyful abundance in our life. And so today we've talked a little bit about what it means to love the Lord well, to love God well. It means we believe in him, we follow him into relationship, and we are obedient to him. And we've also looked at why it's meaningful to love God well. Because he created us, because he pursues us, and because he gives us great blessings when we are close with him. And in our next episode, we're going to look at how. How do we love God well? There are five particular ways, uh, five strategies that we're going to look at. And each of those, really, they take a lifetime to kind of 
I don't want to say perfect. I don't think we can perfect them. But we will go through seasons where we're like really digging in and they're great. And then seasons where they are a struggle. So um, I hope that you'll tune in to that next episode so we can look at those five things that we can do, practical strategies today that will help us love God well. So check back in. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, I hope you'll do that right now so you don't miss any of these episodes. And if you haven't followed us on social, on Facebook and Instagram, I hope that you'll do that today as well and maybe even share it with a friend because I know that you have a girlfriend or two who could use some biblical encouragement and some practical strategies and mental health tips that will help strengthen her relationships. But I also want to offer you a, um, a freebie that we have uh, actually just launched at Love Your People Well, which is the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. And I'll talk about that a little bit more in the next episode because um, reading the Bible and prayer, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> those are some of the how strategies for how we love God well. And if those are things that you struggle with, you don't need to wait for the next episode. You can... Use the link in the show notes right now to download your free copy of the Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. But dear friend, I hope you're encouraged today as you think about what it means and why it's important to love God well. And I will talk with you soon about how we love God well. All right, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. Talk to you soon.